even if intelligence turns out to have been false, that does not mean the initial investigation was wrongheaded. Hi, this is Phil Gursky, President and CEO of Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting in Russell, Ontario, Canada. You're listening to Quick Hits, short podcasts about national security. Well, we had a very interesting weekend here in Canada. Just the last week, I'm recording this on June the 15th, 2022. And it turns out there was a bomb threat in downtown Ottawa. Just uh, a block or so from Parliament Hill, there was a lockdown in effect. People who were on the hill, on Parliament Hill, were advised to stay in place. There were some streets closed. And it looked like there was some intelligence that pointed to the possibility of somebody carrying explosives with the intent of carrying out an attack. Well, it turns out that it was later determined that the plot itself was a hoax, meaning that the intelligence or information that was received turned out to be not very accurate. So what do we do about all this? Well, I found it really interesting when this story broke, and I did a media interview early Monday morning with a Hamilton radio station, that the source of the information was the Canada Border Services Agency, or CBSA. Now, these are the folks that we normally encounter at the airport or border crossings, let's say from the United States. And these are the women and men that ensure that you have a right to be in the country, check your citizenship, check your travel plans, etc., etc. And when I heard that CBSA was the organization that had the intelligence to suggest a terrorist plot or an explosives plot, my initial reaction was one of puzzlement. Because normally, one would assume that if we're talking about a potential terrorist attack on Canadian soil, it would be my former organization, the Canadian Security Intelligence Service, or CSIS, or the RCMP, that would have gathered intelligence or information in the course of an investigation, and they'd be the ones to provide a tip-off to authorities that something was awry. My initial reaction to CBSA being identified as the provider of intelligence was that this is something they would have gathered in the course of their normal duties, which, as I said, involves borders. It involves international airports, like Ottawa International Airport, or Pearson in Toronto, or Dorval, or whatever the hell they're calling it, Pierre Elliott Trudeau in Montreal. And I was initially a little bit perplexed that CBSA was the agency that came up with this information. As it turns out, it later later transpired that the information was in fact not verified. It was not true, and therefore the call for a lockdown appeared to have been superfluous, which has led to some interesting reactions, which we'll get to in a second. But I want to first lead off with this notion of what should law enforcement and intelligence services do when they receive information, which perhaps they have not had a chance to corroborate from multiple sources, about a potential serious act of violence, i.e. an act of terrorism, in a city such as Ottawa. Should they have ignored it? Uh, No, that's not what law enforcement and security intelligence services do. They don't just dismiss things out of hand. They hunt down the information, who gave the information, what's the reputation of the person who gave the information, 
Can we corroborate from multiple sources? Is there any there there to the information? But you have to appreciate that when you work in this business, if you were to dismiss a particular piece of information right from the get-go, and it turns out it was true, and you didn't do a damn thing, and there's bodies lying in the streets, the first question on people's minds, average citizens and government, is, well, where the hell were you? Why didn't you act on this information? Why did you dismiss it out of hand? Why are there dead bodies in the streets? Because you weren't doing your job. The second part of this, of course, is we're talking about Ottawa. This was a city that was besieged, which I think is the right word, with a convoy, which was the self-styled Freedom Convoy back in January and February of this year, 2022, that caused a gridlock in, in front of Parliament Hill along what's called Wellington Street, which is the street that is right in front of the parliamentary precinct, and which led to the Trudeau government's declaration of, of the state of emergency. They invoked the Emergencies Act, the old War Measures Act, which it turns out <laughs> is causing a bit of a controversy because the Minister of Public Safety, a man called Mendocino, has said that law enforcement asked him to invoke the act when, in fact, law enforcement didn't, didn't do any such damn thing. The head of the RCMP, Brenda Lucky, the commissioner, and the head of Ottawa Police have said, uh, no, that wasn't us. We didn't ask for the government to do this on our behalf. So the government is twisting itself in various ways, including the Deputy Prime Minister, Christia Freeland, at some kind of an inquiry saying, well, why did you invoke such a draconian, such an act that suspends civil liberties when there was no need to do so? Anyhow, that's a whole other podcast, I imagine. But you can imagine the sensitivity in Ottawa and amongst members of the Trudeau government that something may happen in Ottawa. There's a big, a lot of concern about the, the far right in this country, conspiracy theories, uh, anti-vaxxers, anti-Trudeaus. There's lots of fuck Trudeau signs across this country. And so for law enforcement to act on a piece of intelligence to suggest there's an explosive plot, possibly in the parliamentary precinct, because the initial information suggested it was a block away, so they couldn't take any chances. Well, well, no shit, Sherlock. Of course they're going to act to try and, and run down this information and, and protect protect public safety to prevent an act, a serious act of violence from happening. That's what this the current atmosphere is in Ottawa and in Canada at large. So I can't fault police on this front. They did what they had to do. That's what we pay them to do. Keep us safe. It turns out the information was not that verified. It wasn't that great. In other words, it was bad intelligence. But you don't know that when you first get it. You only know that when you overturn the rocks and do your investigations and start asking questions to figure out that, you know what? The information we received was not credible. And in hindsight, we maybe shouldn't have declared this kind of emergency in downtown Ottawa. But as they say, hindsight's twenty twenty. So let's stop blaming the police, shall we, for, for taking this? Whether or not CBSA is an agency that should be passing this information is an interesting question. I worked uh, alongside of CBSA when I was at CSIS to talk about terrorism. I found it a little bit odd. They were a source of information. But you know what? At the end of the day, no one got hurt. There was maybe some inconvenience caused to people who couldn't gain access to certain streets. But hey, I drove down Ottawa the other day and every bloody street has a no-turn sign, so this isn't anything new for downtown Ottawa. The other issue related to this is something that uh, has arisen yet again in Canada, and this is the accusation that police have acted in a systemically racist way. Okay, 
bear with me here. It turns out that the information that was received by Canada Border Services about a potential plot in downtown Ottawa was linked to a group called the Babar Khalsa International, or BKI, which, by the way, is a listed terrorist entity under Canadian government policy. This is a list held by Public Safety Canada. Quote, Babar Khalsa International is a Sikh terrorist entity that aims to establish a fundamentalist, independent Sikh state called Khalistan in what is presently this Indian state of Punjab. BKI's activities include armed attacks, assassinations, bombings, and it has members outside of India and Pakistan, North America, Europe, and Scandinavia. It's been listed as early as 2003, and in fact was renewed in 2018. That's what the intelligence suggested, that the BKA was behind some kind of a plot to carry out an explosive act in downtown Ottawa. As a consequence, uh, police actually arrested two members of the Canadian Sikh community, saying they had credible information that was connected to a serious bomb threat, and they searched the individuals, including searching their turbans, And surprise, surprise, these two people are claiming, and I quote from an article uh, from the CBC, sorry, sorry, from the Ottawa Citizen, that why am I arrested? Because I'm wearing a turban and my skin is not white. So here we have the typical systemic racism argument used by people who think that law enforcement, security, intelligence are a bunch of knuckle-dragging Neanderthals who target people because of who they are and not what they've done. So shall we do a bit of a history lesson here from our listeners about Sikh terrorism in Canada? You may recall that way back in 1985, there was an Air India flight from Toronto to Bombay that was bombed, killing all 329 people aboard off the coast of Ireland. And that bomb had been planted by two Sikh terrorists living in British Columbia. A second bomb went off on an aircraft going from Vancouver to Tokyo's Narita Airport. They didn't bomb the aircraft in the air, but on the ground, killing two baggage handlers. In other words, Sikh terrorism is real. It was real back in 85, and it's real today. So for police to act on this information is not rocket science. It's It's not surprising. So can we please stop these accusations of systemic racism? There would have been intelligence received that individuals with this name were involved in a plot. Turns out the information was not credible. They didn't know that at the time. And so police did their due diligence. That's what we pay them to do. Were they wrong? Well, in hindsight, the answer appears to be yes. The information was was shitty. It was bad intelligence. But you can't fault policemen for doing their jobs at the time. This being Canada, though, there's going to be an inquiry, I'm sure. Uh, Ottawa police are actually saying not a heck of a lot on this on this regard. And, and, uh, and nor should they. They're doing their jobs. They responded to a what they thought was a credible, explosive terrorism plot. That's what we pay them to do. Were people inconvenienced by being searched? Yeah, I wouldn't want to be searched if I had nothing to do with a particular terrorist plot, but they worked on the information they had at the time. So can we please stop this moaning and groaning about law enforcement being systemically racist when they were simply acting on information intelligence that they had at the time which pointed to a terrorist plot. In actual fact, the police were arrested. The individuals were arrested. They were searched. They were released. And they were released with an apology. What else do they want? What's the need of, of 
declaring this is some kind of systemic racist behavior on behalf of Ottawa police or the RCMP or whatever force of jurisdiction was around. Can we please stop this bullshit about systemic racism? I'd really appreciate that. So yes, in conclusion, not all intelligence is, is, is reliable. It hasn't all been verified or corroborated, but cut some slack to the women and men that work in law enforcement that deal with the information at hand and have to make split-second decisions on what they know to help keep us collectively safe. And stop being the armchair quarterback, the Monday morning quarterback that says you've done your job wrong and you're a, you're a systemic racist. Can we please stop that crap? Anyhow, that's what I think. Curious as your feedback. You can reach me on email borealisrisk at gmail.com or on Twitter at borealissaves. You can also find me on LinkedIn and on Facebook. If you want to receive more information, go to my website, borealisthreatenrisk.com. Hit the subscribe button. You'll get access to all the podcasts. Also links to, to books, including my newest book, The Peaceable Kingdom, The History of Terrorism in Canada from Confederation of the Present. You can order it from the website itself. Love to hear from you. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, take care.